guys, Stephanie here from The Realty Deal. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I just wanted to talk to you guys about buying or building a house. I know that home prices are kind of wonky. Uh, looking at it from a big picture standpoint in Canada, it's 2022. The market's doing all kinds of crazy things and interest rates are doing crazy things too. That's not what this podcast is about, um, but it does have to do with a lot of the economics around buying and building a house, of course. And even if you were to buy an existing house, you're still pumping a lot of money into the economy, furnishing it and doing repairs. I think it's around like $60,000 that people spend if they buy a house. Um, So anyways, let's talk about buying and building. (laughs) And I just want to remind you guys that every house is different. Every property is different. And um, that like, it's so unique. You can't really generalize. Um, You know, you can definitely run numbers like per square foot, but per square foot in different locations make a big difference. So um, I don't want to ramble on too much about how unique every property is, but they are and you need to take everything into consideration if you are thinking about building a new house on maybe it is a property that you own but if not then there's a lot that goes into it right and now there's a pandemic happening and um, if you have been trying to do a renovation or new construction I mean you know that you have to tack on that pandemic premium and um, in lumber alone in Canada at one point it was like $30,000 so even if you were to call it $50,000 that you need to tack on that, again, pandemic premium to, um, you know, add on to the cost of building your house. So, I mean, it does impact new construction. Like, it does cost more now, of course, to build a house. The supply chain is being disrupted, right? Labor costs have tripled over the past year, right? Framing labor. Um, it's risen a lot. So, like, as I said, three times over the past year. So there's a lot of these unexpected shifts in supply and demand for all kinds of goods. I mean, I could tell you stories specifically about how windows are on back order because the resin inside the windows isn't being manufactured. There's like a resin shortage. All this kind of crazy stuff is going on and all these unique uh, little products that could that go into the big picture of your home, right? So um, you guys have experienced this as a consumer during the pandemic, you know, in the form of like empty shelves or toilet paper, <laughs> not being on the shelves, right? So um, a house is a lot bigger and more expensive than rolls of toilet paper. Um, and if you are thinking about building, you need to understand um, the new construction homes, the materials to make them. Um, that's all like suffered suffering these uh, price increases right um builders are like big developers small developers it's costing everybody more it's not just a single family trying to put an addition on their house or build a new home which i see a lot and i see a lot i mean i have been now i'm in muskoka but i was downtown burlington i mean i was there for the development freeze and there wasn't much of anything going on and as soon as the development freeze downtown burlington got lifted um finally these um old rugged properties could be replaced with these big beautiful um efficient mansion not mansions but some of them are i mean downtown but i mean the pros of a new build is that it is going to be efficient right you're in a new house the quickest big item that's going to be replaced is like 10 years, like a dishwasher, right? It's probably going to be an appliance. Um, I mean, a new house is 
uh, depending on your developer, you could get a Terion warranty, right? So it could be worth the high cost to get a warranty. Um, but there's all kinds of, um, yeah, I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself going here directly into new builds, but um, whether you are buying an existing house or a new construction, it's going to cost more. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, as I mentioned, like there's a lumber supply chain, there's constraints in every production product. So um, the main cost to build a house, for example, um, let's call it the shell of the house because that's going to be probably a third of your home's total cost. The shell of the house, that's walls, windows, doors, roofing, okay, all that um, is going to cost you like a third of the cost. So, and I mean, that has to obviously go on a foundation too, right? So the shell of the house, um, you budget for that, right? And make sure that everybody's working together because you can't put the windows in if the walls aren't up or the roof on if there's no walls, right? So having a general contractor is uh, is handy so they can line up all these trades, especially because trades are pretty uh, hard to come by these days, but if you can line it up, it's fantastic. And, um, you know, they can take care of all the building. And then when it comes to interior finishes, that pretty much eats up the other third of your budget, right? Um, cabinets, flooring, countertops um, in every room, right? Bed, uh, bathrooms and kitchens. Um, think about that. And, you know, the interior kitchens, bathrooms, they're the most expensive rooms to build, um, right? Cost of cabinets and counters alone is like $15,000. So um, think about what kind of finishes. And that's why, um, I mean, I'm dating a contractor and he'll he'll quote you for the shell of the house, but when it comes to those finishes, I mean, you could get something for a dollar square foot or a hundred dollars a square foot or $10 a square foot. Like your finishes really do make a huge difference. So um, I don't want to get too much into the design of your house, but generally go with a certain style and uh, you can budget accordingly. So speaking of kitchens and bathrooms, um, you can go overboard with that, but think of the things that are in your walls, right? The mechanicals, plumbing, heating, you're going to have to budget for that. Um, and of course, well, I'm kind of working backwards here because the architectural and, and uh, yeah, structural engineer drawings, I mean, those are what you're going to start with. Um, and all of those costs are going to vary probably widely based on where you live. Um, so you're going to need to talk to... Um, somebody about starting right because you're you're you might need permits as well so you're gonna have to budget for permits but you need those drawings um the additional cost to build a house is a plot of land right so i'll help you with that i can help you find a piece of property if you don't already have one to build on um there's a few extra costs that you might not have factored into those other prices um, like excavation foundation work, I did mention that it could be like a very variable cost when, when building a house. Like you never really know what you're going to find until you start digging, unfortunately. Um, especially in Muskoka, there's massive boulders here. Um, could be bad soil, right? If that excavation and foundation work go relatively smoothly, um, hopefully you know what you're in for, <laughs> right? Hopefully not more than like forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, uh, depending on your piece of property and you're going to need building permits. Um, so along with building permits, like you have to pay for that and you also have to pay for inspections, right? Um, if you do have like a new house, you're going to incur public services like electricity, waste removal, 
right? These are all things. And I'm, I'm starting to learn about this whole process because I want to do a garden suite on one of my properties. And it's like, where do you start? Get a designer who, uh, you know, an, an architect or a, in my case, a BCIN designer. Uh, look at my specific plot of land because I already have one. Again, if you don't have one, that's a good place to start. And uh, then kind of see what you can do from there because you're going to have to talk to an electrician and figure out how much it's going to cost to get an actual hydrometer there and service to the property along with gas if you're going to go that route. Uh, water and sewer, right? If you're in the city, do you get a water line? Do you get uh, a sewer line um, and then you can start excavating foundation building the shell the framing right and then do the flooring cabinets kitchen like all the mechanicals so I mean there is a uh, a flow to everything here and I can tell you all about the renovation schedule because uh, yeah been there <laughs> always am there <laughs> so um, I mean want to talk about if it's right for you guys now because the current state of the new construction industry is um a little dire right i mean there's a pandemic builders are struggling balancing the strong demand with these supply chain crunches beyond lumber too right like everything's leading to higher prices and it is causing some home buyers to hold off on moving forward with new constructions and i see that because even buyers are or sorry, builders are bailing on buyers. Like I'm, I'm bringing it back to downtown Burlington. They're cursed down there. Um, you know, Addy, they just uh, told all these buyers that bought back uh, five years ago. Yeah, that's right. They haven't built it in that long. Um, either, you know, give me a few extra hundred grand or here's a deposit by like take a walk. Um, the unit is no longer yours and I'm going to go sell it to a higher bidder in today's market. That's happening because the builder is saying, well, I can't afford to build it for the price I sold it to you for. Uh, so I can't get these construction loans because to get money and I'm not now speaking on behalf of Addy or not or what's happening there, but I'm just generally saying that this is what's happening is that the builders, I mean, to go get a construction loan from the bank, which a lot of builders are big enough that they shouldn't have this problem, but, um, you know, you need to see those profit margins. The bank wants to see that they have, a, you know, 10, 12, 13, whatever it is, uh, percent profit baked into these sales and the development that they're going to be able to not only pay back the loan, but make it worth it to, for the developer too, to want to do it, um, to pay back the loan. So, I mean, there's a whole chain that is being disrupted here. It's not just the, the labor chain, the supply chain, right? For materials, there's a lot going on here. Um, so, I mean, is it cheaper to build or buy a house? Like, I don't know. The average detached house price cost in Burlington is like $1.3 million, right? Um, so it really depends on where you're looking in Muskoka. It's way lower than that. Well, it's about the same if you're on waterfront. But, uh, you know, very hyper-local on per square foot um, property prices are and construction prices. Um, but... <clears throat> It might cost you more today to buy an old house than building a new one. Um, just because you save yourself like headaches with that inevitable construction delays or it's more expensive or it's you have to wait longer before you move in, right? On average, the time it takes to build a house is like 
it could be three to six months, but <laughs> the pandemic could cause this process to drag it even longer. So, I mean, building a house absolutely has its advantages. Um, as I mentioned, you're getting all new heating and cooling systems. Everything is brand new. All your pipes, um, your appliances, insulation, roof, everything. So no costly repairs in the future, right? So a newly built home could end up costing less in the long run. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's up to you. Should you buy or build a house, right? You have to weigh the pros and cons of new versus old construction, the price you pay for construction costs versus an existing home. You know, it's kind of only the beginning, um, because it's up to the homeowner, right? <laughs> About, uh, what you're, what you're going to do building from scratch or having it done by a general contractor. So, I mean, there's upfront costs of buying the house. And uh, there's upfront cost of building a house, right? So um, if you, new construction, like you, it could be more spacious uh, because it takes up more of the property. I've seen that a lot. I'm going back to Burlington now, right? Um, Depends on the lot, but uh, people want bigger homes. (laughs) And you get a custom home. Whereas an existing home, it has these interior and exterior features that you'll pay a premium for even if you don't want them, right? But if an older house is your dream home the way it is, that is the bargain-friendly route. Um, But building your own house, obviously, you get to design it to your exact specifications. So if you have clear ideas about how you want your home to look, this blank blank slate could be worth every penny. Totally. I mean, if you buy an existing house, um, more maintenance. Old houses have more wear and tear. Um, certain things may need more maintenance or they might be on their last legs, right? The cost of this upkeep may not be so cheap. So when you buy it, you want to know the age of these items like uh, furnace, HVAC system, roof, right? Uh, septic, plumbing. Um, sometimes they can go on for a very long time without a problem. But if something does go wrong, it is usually an emergency, right? So um a lot of the times in an existing house, you are replacing things or like starting to change things. Unless you step into like a high house, a high end house with everything you want. You, uh, even if things are still functional, people make home improvements. I mean, they want to change countertops, uh, flooring. I mean, people even overhaul entire floor plans, right? Um, so think about your total cost. Is it cheaper to just pay a builder for a custom home in the first place or pay for material that's shot up in price recently and these labor costs for plumbing and drywall work? I mean, just you got to rethink it, right? If you build a new house, considerably less upkeep might be one of the primary reasons you build a single-family house. Everything, as I mentioned, from major appliances to HVAC is new and under warranty, right? And as I mentioned, the entire home could be protected up to 7 to 10 years, depending on... Uh, what your home builder construction warranty is so I mean your interior and exterior maintenance outlay for like a decade is like potentially zero which is nice so that definitely makes up some construction like cost per square foot that you paid uh, opting for like a custom home so uh, let's talk about just landscaping for a sec too because if you do buy an an existing home the major perk of older homes um, other than being in usually great locations if you want to be downtown and stuff um mature landscaping right large trees established plantings it might not seem like a big deal until you consider that strategically placed mature trees they can actually add tens of thousands of dollars to a property's value and they save like 56 percent on annual air conditioning costs 
um, you know, landscaping, hardscaping. It could be well thought out if it's been there for a long time and it's something you got to appreciate that is maybe overlooked. So uh, yeah, that's kind of a nice thing about buying an existing house because if you buy a new house, builders often do little or no landscaping to new construction, especially if you're buying in the winter. Watch out for that. Might not even have a deck. Um, but it takes thousands of dollars and like many years sometimes to get the home you want, right? Um, I mean, you want one tree, right? Like one red maple, it's like $100 if you plant it yourself <laughs> and it only grows a couple feet a year. So doing all new landscaping, you can get really crazy with it. And like, are you ever really going to get that mature of a tree? So think of it if that's something important to you. Energy efficiency in an older house is like dollars flying out the window on wasted uh, energy expenses, right? Like Ontario houses are old now. Like we had a lot of houses built like in the wartime in the seventies. Um, like, I don't, I don't know if there's even, but anyways, it depends on your location, right? But if we're generally talking about Ontario, there's a lot of older product out there and I see it all the time, every day, there's older construction, outdated windows, outdated appliances. It's like, you're just throwing money away with and I'm even talking like when you, if you think about the insulation or the type of wiring you have, like the, there's a lot that goes into energy efficiency, but if you build your own house, right, almost always builds, <laughs> almost, sorry, it almost always beats older homes in energy efficiency. If you build a new house, it consumes way less energy for heating, especially than older homes. We're in Canada, um, you know, mainly just because they're increased efficiency of uh, heating equipment and building materials. So basically it translates into reduced energy expenses every month, even if there's a higher square footage in many newer homes too, right? So um, there is the new construction, like regulatory requirements that could be stricter than existing homes um, when you go to get permits and whatnot. Um, but it could mean that you enjoy better energy efficiency um, even if you have to pay for it, right? It, might, it could take longer to build, you know, if you have all these requirements on the new homes, longer for permits, drive ups, and it drives up the prices, which I mean, if you're going to buy it to live in it, sure, that's one thing, you pay it off in the long run. But if you're buying a new house, you as the buyer are getting, you're paying for everything, right? You're paying for all of the expenses related to that property you are paying for because there is that baked in profit that developer wants to make. So, uh, just keep that in mind. If you buy an existing house, oh, right? Talking about uh, if you are holding on to it, that appreciation. Um, that's the nice thing about older houses. You can research that home's previous sales, right? Previous sales of similar houses in the area. I call them comps, comparable homes that have just sold. There you can get a feel for whether the prices are rising, falling, or what's going on in around your area for your home for um other homes in the area have they be steadily rising like odds are that the decent trend will continue um if you uh, are buying an existing house it's nice to have that data you don't really have that data when uh you know the proven track record of comparables if there's just not enough data points to know what could really happen down the line um but then again new construction um there's all different kinds of new construction, right? New and upcoming neighborhoods, those are particularly like more of a gamble, right? Because those are the ones without proven track records. If you're um, in a mature area, older area, mature lot, new house, right? Teardown, then um, 
that's great. You uh, won't, I mean, you are still going to uh, battle with your municipality, it's a building department, but um, either way, you have to take all these things into consideration. Sometimes, I mean, well, all the time I say location, 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 like you can't change that, buy for the location. Um, but if a newer home more energy efficient is um, more in your budget, um, then you might go to a newer community. That's cool. I just helped some people even in Fergus, Ontario, move from Hamilton to Fergus. Um, so that's what they did. I mean, me, I'm literally looking at a lake. Uh, just talking to you guys right now. Um, the location, location, location. You can't really change it. Um, but there's some compromises, right? If there's an existing building there. Um, and the energy efficiency and the landscaping and the maintenance. And then, you know, if you're building, there's, of course, upfront cost. Uh, and then even acquiring the property. So uh, if you are going to build new, you know, you need to understand the current state of the new construction industry and really be prepared for the long uh, road ahead of you. Um, but it could totally be worth it because you get exactly what you want. So let's talk. I don't know if you guys are thinking about buying a new place or building a house on your existing property. You're buying a new property to build a new house. Let's talk. I'm happy to get the conversation started, get the ball rolling um, on whatever it is your dream lifestyle it is because um, it's worth it. Like the struggle to get there or whatever you need to do to get to where you want to be is worth it. I'm telling you, I'm happy to, to help. So thanks for thinking of me when you think of real estate. Happy to help you move anyone in Ontario. And uh, for more information, check out my website, therealtydeal.com. Thank you guys. Talk soon.